Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, April the 12th. And um, wherever you are, however you are, I just um, wish you God's grace, God's joy, uh, and the uh, Easter season blessings with you. We are out of the octave now. And so um, we will continue through the Easter season. I'll, I'll distinguish that a little bit after our reading. But uh, because of that, it means our gospel is going to jump around a little bit now again. Uh, so with that said, let's break open God's word together today. It's John chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. John 3, 1 through 8. And then we'll talk a little bit about... Um, you know, the Easter season and, and what this uh, may look like and, and why some of these readings are coming up, okay? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you, Unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound it makes. But you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I mentioned that we were out of the octave of Easter, but we're still in the Easter season. So uh, the Easter season runs for 50 days, 5-0. It runs from Easter Sunday it runs seven full weeks uh, to the Feast of Pentecost. Um, and so uh, during all this season, if you go to church, you're going to see the, the priest dressed in white vestments uh, for the most part, you know, on Pentecost because of the fire of the Holy Spirit, he'll wear red. But, um, but we celebrate uh, Easter and, and the effects of Easter. And that's an important difference. So with the octave, those eight days from Easter Sunday until yesterday, until Divine Mercy Sunday, those eight days, those are eight days we celebrate like it is still Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday is such a preeminent feast. The, I would, I would put my, my chips on, the preeminent feast within the Christian life, um, the resurrection. And so it is so preeminent that we celebrate its presence for eight days. It is the high point of these 50 days of Easter. Uh, but if Easter is the preeminent uh, point of the Christian life, I might argue that Christmas would be um, 
uh, 1A. If if to the if Easter is one, then maybe 1A is Easter or is Christmas, the incarnation, God's deciding to to become one with all of creation, uh, and that action, which of course was intended to lead toward Good Friday and Easter. Uh, but if that is true, then I would argue that Pentecost is 1B. I mean, and so you see these 50 days framed with two of the bulwarks, two of the standards uh, in Christian life. And, and the resurrection points now to the, to the life of the church, the new life of the church, and, and that life which is led by the Holy Spirit. Why am I saying all this stuff? Two reasons. One, you're going to see, and, and if you are following the readings, uh, the daily readings, the first reading is, is going to almost always be out of Acts of the Apostles for the next 50 days. We've, we read about it yesterday. We heard about it. The church was of one mind and one heart uh, in our first reading yesterday. Almost all of our daily scriptures uh, during the Easter season will be out of the Acts of the Apostles, as well as our Sunday. First readings will always, or almost always be out of the Acts of the Apostles because the effects of the resurrection, not only is the new life, remember that we celebrate in Christ, that Christ has conquered death, but what that looks like not like now for the church in, in the early days. What did that new life look like for Peter and John as they got arrested and they were teaching in the temple and, and healed the, the man where he says, silver and gold, I have none, but what I give you I, I, in the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk, I give to you. You know, and, and he does, and, and getting thrown in prison, and, and for St. Stephen, and, and for the, uh, the call of the deacons, and, and the persecution, and, and Paul, and all those things that are, that are coming. And that's all the new life, and how that, that spread out from Jerusalem along the Mediterranean, and, and the decisions that were made, that is what new life looks like. And so, brothers and sisters, it is with us, too, that that life in the Spirit um, the church must continue the, the life of resurrection today. And, and that's, again, not just something we celebrate that took place then, but it's what is taking place now. And, and, uh, and we see it reflected in the early church, and it's like a mirror being held up to us saying, okay, how are we dealing with that now? How are we living that new life now as church in the Spirit? So that's point number one, where it points to the Holy Spirit. You know, point number two is, you know, again, um, uh, what, what does that mean for us today? Okay, sorry, I had already mentioned that. So it's the, the early church, and then what does that mean for us today? Because again, we can't be uh, building any kingdom with God without God. We can't build the kingdom of God in, in God's name without the Holy Spirit of God uh, prompting it helping us, guiding us, uh, assisting us, and, and, and co-building it with us, right? And that's where we get to today's gospel. And so we're going to jump around, I think, uh, with the gospels a lot. And I haven't researched this, but, but I think today gives us a, a signpost as to where a lot of these gospels will be pointing, which is the work of the Spirit. So let's break open this uh, reading today a little bit. Um, and see where it is pointing us. So famous, famous encounter. And, and remember, we've talked about it before, but John chapter 3, uh, how incredible that is. If we continue on, we're going to hear that, that incredible verse, John 3.16, uh, for God so loved the world, right? 
Uh, but here is that famous encounter between Nicodemus and Jesus. Nicodemus, who we just read, you know, in, in the Passion Narratives, who came and, and uh, was that man of hope on Good Friday, right? Because he's, uh, he and Joseph of Arimathea uh, took Nicodemus at night, uh, came out during the day and asked uh, Pilate uh, for the body and, and Joseph of Arimathea, and he took the body down. And, um, and so they were there at the end. But Nicodemus came at night here because why? Um, he's afraid. He's afraid of associating himself with Jesus. And so he comes at night, doesn't want to be ridiculed by his fellow uh, members of the Sanhedrin. And, but he isn't interested in, in engaging with Christ. And he says, okay, Rabbi, we know that you're coming from God. We know that you can't be doing what you're doing. I, but, but, but they're not willing to admit it. I just want to understand. Help me understand, you know, about you. And Jesus says that marvelous uh, phrase here, unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Oftentimes today that's translated born again. But this is where that comes from. And I like the saying born from above rather than born again. Um, unless one is born from above, they cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, Nicodemus takes that in a literal sense and says, how can you, you can't re-enter your mother's womb. What are you talking about? Unless one is born of water and the spirit, they cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. That's the dividing line, my friends. You know, I've said it probably to the point where you, you roll your eyes hearing it again. But really, my friends, this is all what the spiritual walk is about. It is about placing ourselves um, aside. It is about uh, jumping off the tower, to use the the Richard Rohr phrase, um, of ourselves, of our own egos, uh, of our own desire to revolve around my life. And it's instead to, to allow Christ's life to live through me. I mean, you, you've heard me quote Paul numerous times here when he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. It's the very image of baptism. I, I love yesterday's readings. I mentioned yesterday is, is Divine Mercy Sunday. And we read that, that reading <clears throat> out of uh, 1 John where it says Jesus is the one who passed through water and blood. Not water only, but water and blood. And, in, and it is he who testifies and the spirit who testifies through him. And if you've ever seen that, that picture of the divine mercy, where it says, Jesus, I trust in you, and those rays are coming out of his chest. And, and it almost looks, I mean, if you only look at it in passing, you might think it's a sacred heart, but it's, it's red and white rays that are coming out of his chest. And the white is for the water and the red is for the blood. And, and I'm certain that John Paul II picked that day, uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, probably um, with that second reading in mind, uh, primarily because Jesus did pass through water and blood. One, when he was uh, uh, lanced in the side, what came out was water and blood. That's what John's gospel tells us, right? And that witness is true, he says, that water and blood. 
And, uh, and why does that make, you know, what difference does that make? Well, my friends, of course, it should remind us of, of what Nicodemus and Jesus are talking about here. Birth, right? Birth. When one is born, what comes out uh, of, of a woman's womb but water and blood along with that child? The amniotic fluid and the blood that comes forward. And, and that's, that's the image that Jesus is getting at. Uh, being born again, born from above. Uh, and, and that's that image of baptism that we keep coming through, that Jesus was born of water and blood, that you and I are born of water and blood, not water only, not water only, but water and blood. That, that idea that we must die to oneself. I mean, that, that, my friends, baptism is so essential to who we are, and it is not magic, but, but the effects of that baptism, just like the effects of resurrection on the, the early church and what it does as it spreads out from Jerusalem and slowly goes along and builds itself along the banks of the Mediterranean on both sides. You know, the, the effects of baptism slowly take their encounter in us, that we have come through water and blood, and what that means, and that slowly I put myself to the side or outside that circle, or I jump off that tower, and slowly but surely the effects of, of Christ living and not I within me take effect of what it means to be born from the Spirit and not born from flesh. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. I love this one image came to, to me. I, 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 it's not my image. It's uh, someone else's as I did a little bit of research before this. Is they said, you know, water and the spirit, which is what Jesus is talking about, that, this birth image here with Nicodemus. Um, that water washes off uh, what we have been through. You know, so think of if you've ever been outside or whatever, you're working in the shop or whatever, and you're covered with dirt or sawdust or, or grease or whatever, and you come in and you wash with water and soap, and that takes off that which you have been through, the sins of our past, all those collections that we have collected along the way. Water washes those off, but spirit transforms us. In washing ourselves of the spirit, it transforms us. So what does that mean? Water frees us. It purifies us from our past from what we have been through. But spirit transforms us and gives us a new future. Isn't that fantastic? Brothers and sisters, we are born. That's what our baptism gives us. It, it, it cleanses us and continues to cleanse us from our past, but it transforms and gives us a new future in Christ, in the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, this is the whole of the spiritual walk. And, I, and I'll finish talking now. I'm sorry, I know I talked too long. But this is the whole of the spiritual walk in this reading today. It's that ability to say, Christ, not I, but you. Uh, I must decrease as you must increase. The words of John the Baptist, right? He must increase as I must decrease. Um, that that I, that ego, uh, is lessened day by day. That death, that blood, but that spirit that we we we. Uh, invite in, transforms us anew, more and more into the Christ, that we are born from above, not below. May it be so for all of us today, even that much more. Let's pray. So we are back to our joyful mysteries, my friends. Let's just bring any intentions we have, again, trusting them in, uh, in the hands of our Blessed Mother, 
uh, and just knowing she can take them right to where they need to go. And so let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, welcome to another week, another week we get to celebrate Easter, another week we get to celebrate God's presence and goodness in your life and mine, in the life of the church and the Holy Spirit's presence leading us through it all. God's peace to you this day.